You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. Loyalty's my favorite characteristic of God, but finding it in it is hard. It's like trying to find God. You're the only one in your camp with cheese. You pay for everything they eat. Man, that insecurity is deep. Now I ain't said no names. These are just theories if you hear me, baby. It's home. You must admit it's kind of eerie, baby. Like them chemtrails in the sky. Grand Rising, everybody. Welcome to What's the Word Wednesday. Just came up with that one this week. But welcome, you guys, to The Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday, And of course, we got a great episode lined up for y'all today. We got Brian Callanan in the building because, of course, it is Wednesday. He's going to be telling us what's the word and what's going down tonight on Seattle News Views and Brews. So I'm definitely excited to dive in with Brian. But also, we got Monica Matthews in the building from Queen care. We're going to be talking about what they have going on, but also we're going to be going into some product demonstrations of things that they have on their shelf. You guys got to make sure you get down there. So I'm excited to dive in with these two today. But of course, it's the top of the show. So it's a great time for you to tag and share the stream. Go ahead, tag and share the stream with folks you feel could benefit from a daily dose of dopeness right here on the David Trey. Uh, and you know, if you can't watch us, we got you covered. You can listen to us anywhere you find your favorite podcast. Just Search Converge Media Network and the day with Trey. Y'all will find me there. Over 200 plus platforms, Google, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, you name it, whichever one is your favorite. I'm sure you can find us there. Um, also, you know, we've been kind of keeping this message alive this week so that you guys are in the know about what's going on. But you know, this weekend, we are so excited because we have SABJ, who is going to be joining us right here in the Converge Media Studios, in the Black Media Matter Studios for Black Voices Matter. There it is. Joyce Taylor uh, of King Five is going to be talking to Essex Porter, who spent uh, a large amount of his illustrious career right there at Cairo 7. They're going to be talking about, you know, where journalism is today. He's going to be sharing some of the tips that he learned uh, throughout his 43 year career um, in journalism. And so it's going to be an exciting day for us here at Converge Media. I know some of our Converge Media family is going to be in the building. We're excited to really hear the gems that'll be dropped by Joyce and Essex throughout their discussion. And also, you know, make sure you go to SABJ online um, so you guys can find the uh, tickets to this event, only $12. Um, but those uh, funds and those proceeds are going to be going to their general fund. And some of that money goes into scholarships for future journalists so that they can continue on their journalistic journeys. Um, so it's definitely worth a, a good cause. And for $12, you get to see this amazing content. Make sure you guys go to sabjonline.org and check out uh, the tickets so that you guys can be listening in on this amazing conversation and also giving to a really great cause. Um, also too, y'all know next week it's going down. Converge Media is going to be at the Paramount. That is right. We're so excited on the 24th and 25th. We are doing a Converge Media Takeover once again right there at Paramount. And it's going to be exciting. We have some great uh, folks. You guys will be seeing that come through that are going to be, you know, on the, our shows. Uh, we're definitely doing a bunch of different content, but you can catch the day with Trey there being filmed at the Paramount and also the Rewind with Besa. My girl Besa is going to be having some great discussions as well. So make sure y'all tune in next week and catch us over there at the Paramount. I think, you know, we still may have some tickets left for live studio audience. I heard that they were 
were going crazy. People wanted to be there this time around. So make sure you guys go to our website and uh, get the tickets that y'all need to come and join us there at the Paramount. Well, of course, every Wednesday I get the opportunity and the pleasure to talk to Brian Callanan from Seattle News, Views and Brews and also from the Seattle Channel. There's always so much going on at City Hall and beyond. What's up, Brian? Oh, it is good to be with you here, Trey. And I do want to mention that my usual co-host, David Croman, who's usually on the show, is dealing with some family stuff. I think it's some very good news, and we'll have some good news about that soon. But I was able to welcome back my old friend Kevin Schofield on the show. So Mo Money was Go Money. It was uh, it was a good time to be with him. It was cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? I mean, Kevin Schofield is missed. I mean, yeah. obviously, you and David have really been doing a great job. Yeah. But we had such a deep connection oh, yeah. and partnership with Kevin Schofield. Every yeah. time we needed something broken down, he was there. Yeah. And this is why I really appreciate Wednesdays, because you've really just been coming on to share what's going on. And you have kept that up yeah. with Seattle News Views and Bruce. Yeah. So what? Kevin's Thanks. back in the building. That's amazing. Yeah, very cool. And he's writing for the South. Uh, South Sound, uh, South Seattle Emerald. Yeah. So I mean, that's some good stuff too. But I was talking a lot with Kevin about what's happening with the budget. I know we've been talking about this over the last several weeks, Trey, but I really wanted to break down for people kind of where we are in the process right now. So this is the time just before what they call the budget deliberation stage. So this is exactly when different council members are going to put out their different priorities saying, okay, here's what I want for my district down in district two. Here's what I want for my committee because we're working on economic development, things like that. So over this next week, we're going to see these council members kind of lay out their cards, if you will, and say, all right, here's where my uh, dollars want to go. Here's the way I want to change what the mayor has given to us and actually redistribute those dollars. So I think that's a very important point in time where we are right now. And it's also very important to, again, look at what's happening with this jumpstart tax revenue we're talking about. Again, jumpstart is this payroll tax that affects the big, big businesses in our area here, mainly Amazon. And what the city council is dealing with right now is a budget shortfall that looks like it's going to be growing over the next several years. And what the mayor is saying, and we've talked about this a little bit before, but the mayor is saying, okay, now I know the council really wanted this to go towards affordable housing, the Green New Deal, some business development. But I'd really like for this to plug up some budget gaps. Over the last couple of years, the council has said, okay, we're cool with that. That's not the original intent of this. We're going to make this happen. But they did say, we don't want to extend this too much further. The mayor is saying, all right, let's make this something that's a permanent backfill for the budget here. And so this is going to be part of what the council is wrestling with this fall and in years in the future, because basically trying to make this something that grows in the future in terms of what amount can be taken from Jumpstart that's something that I know a lot of city council members are concerned about, and I know that the mayor is trying to do his best to fix something that's a structural problem with the budget right now because of inflation. We just haven't been able to keep up with costs, et cetera. But this is one of those times where I think the council and mayor, I know we've talked a lot about one Seattle, but this is really where the rubber meets the road. Potentially some disagreement here. We're going to see what happens over the next couple of weeks, but this is a really, really important time to be paying close attention to the budget for the city of Seattle. Yeah, this is a, a tough one right here, Brian, because yeah. I think, you know, um, there was a lot of almost celebration in mm. many communities when Jumpstart was passed sure. and the idea that, okay, we have these major conglomerates here. Yeah. Uh, Seattle is such a hub for that, but yet there were all of these tax breaks they were all given. Mm -hmm. And really we actually see the outcome of how it's disrupted gentrification. It yep. has accelerated gentrification yep. really. Um, and ultimately it disrupted real communities. Yep. Um, and so I think a lot of folks are like, finally, they're going to pay kind of what they 
oh, they're going to, you know, be paying yeah. towards, you know, something that w is necessary, um, almost uh, as a direct impact of their existence yeah. in the city. So things like affordable housing and, you know, economic development, those are important things that need to be funded. Mm -hmm. And it's unfortunate that now it's going to be looked at as like, okay, yeah, it passed on this one thing, but because we have budget short call falls, yeah. you know, we have some shortcomings here. We're going to have to use it as necessary. Yeah. Now, the fact that the council has been able to like say, you know what? Okay. For the last few years, well, mm -hmm. we understand it, but it can't really be a permanent thing. It, yeah. it's, in my mind, there's probably so many people that hear something like that and immediately think, if we do this again, now we're just pushing back what is necessary yeah. for families to thrive yeah. here. Um, and I also think it's important for everyday community members to understand what those shortcomings are. Yeah. If you're talking about siphoning any of these dollars mm -hmm. into other areas of the budget, mm -hmm. we need to understand what those areas are too. And, yeah. and maybe are there other ways that you can fill those voids yeah. um, and not take away from something that was supposed to have really a direct impact in communities? Yeah, and that is something that the council is working on right now. Councilmember Mosqueda is the budget chair. She's actually working on a new project right now where a number of members of the community and the business community too is involved with this, is trying to figure out some new ways for the city to generate revenue. You've probably heard it a number of times. Washington State has one of the most regressive tax structures in our nation, meaning that people who make a lot aren't paying as much percentage-wise as the people who make a little. And that's a big deal here. We don't have an income tax in our state. Not that I want one, but that's kind of the, the structure of what we have here. So the council concurrently with working on its budget is trying to figure out new ways it can gain revenue. And the mayor's on board with this. The council's on board with this too. But again, this is a process that, well, actually, that's where Jumpstart came from this last time around. Uh, it came from a, a process like this with Councilmember Mosqueda. She is hoping to talk to more community members out there and figure out some other possible ways to add some revenue because it's just very difficult for the city to raise things like property taxes much further because it hurts a lot of people. They don't want to be paying more taxes. And there's actually a state limit on that from year to year. So uh, the city is in an interesting place. And this is not something that the city of Seattle is alone with. A number of different municipal budgets as we come out of COVID. Uh, Kevin on the show called it a, a COVID hangover a little <laughs> bit. That's, but that's kind of what's up. We're yeah. dealing with these shortages here. How do you make them up in the short term? And how do you deal with these things in the long term? Because some of these projects, in terms of public health or whatever else, you want that to continue well past the pandemic here. So yeah. that's what's going on. Yeah, that's really interesting. And, yeah. and I'm always so glad. I mean, when Kevin gets on, I know oh, yeah. you guys are probably breaking around. it down yeah. all the way. Yeah. So I love hearing that you guys are tackling this. What else you got? We're talking about a few different things that King County is kind of reversing course on. And this was very interesting. We talked on the show a few weeks ago about some of the pushback from the Chinatown ID neighborhood about a homeless shelter that is there right now. The county wanted to expand it and had plans for this. They had public meetings about this, but then over the past several weeks, they heard from a lot of people in the Chinatown ID neighborhood who said, wait a minute, we really weren't informed about this. We don't know what's going on with this. We don't want this idea of having a much, much larger homeless shelter close to our neighborhood. Now the county for its part, said it, well, we did this outreach, but apparently they didn't do enough because now the county is reversing gears on this and they are not going to be using this space for that additional shelter. They're going to try to repurpose this money and put it other places. But this is one of those very delicate and difficult situations. Nobody really wants a homeless shelter in their backyard, right? But if we are going to get real about building the facilities that are needed to help people, where do they go? And I think this is a conversation that has to continue in our city, has to continue at the King County level. But this is one of those situations where 
at least with the Chinatown ID, and you can see the perspective here, they're saying, hey, wait a minute, several, several decades ago, you let I-5 basically cut through our community here. Hey, Sound Transit, you know, you're going to plop this thing right in the middle of our community. What are the impacts of that going to be? So I think a lot of people in that neighborhood are feeling a little put upon in terms of different government projects here, and they have every right to feel that way. But again, it comes to the very, very difficult question of, okay, if not here, then where? These are where people, this is the area where people is getting, uh, people are getting service that are homeless. So how do we do that in a real way that we have a good facility where we can help them where they are? And that's, it's just a very, very difficult piece of this. I think the county and Chinatown ID are both a, a little at odds at this one, of course, but it, it's, it leaves us with a really frustrating finish for sure. You know, the, the, I, I so this is a really tough situation yeah. here. I understand where CID is coming from, the, the community members there, business owners there. Mm -hmm. um, I do understand that. I, I tend to wonder, I mean, kind of to your question there, at some point, if we're talking about really creating wraparound services mm -hmm. for our unhoused population. Yeah. It does have to go somewhere. Yeah. And and a part of me goes, you know, we've heard this in the Soto area, right? Yep. I mean, there's a large encampments there already. Mm -hmm. How do you build shelter there? And Soto business owners were like, eh, no, we don't yeah. want that here. Yeah. Um, I think about where we are right here in Pioneer Square. How do we repurpose maybe some of the vacant buildings right. here to make sense mm -hmm. for some renovation of that space to now? They're already here. Yeah. So in my mind, I go to the areas where we see these large encampments. Yeah. How do we, again, bring services to where they've already built a community yeah. in a sense? And I think Part of me understands really, again, I understand where they're coming from, but I also think to myself, okay, as a homeowner in federal way, yeah, federal way has a homeless issue sure as does. well. If, if, if I really am saying we have to be intentional about the care that we're giving to mm -hmm. all of our people, then, then. I, I'm, I'd be okay with that. Yeah. I make sure my my sons knew. Okay, this is what's going on sure. here. Yeah. But but as a homeowner, I would also understand. Hey, if this is where if they're already congregating around the transit center, my my home is around the transit center. At some point, we're running into them anyway, yeah. right? Yeah. And we're running into them in ways that may not be healthy for them, yeah. right? Right. And so I I think that. Um, again, this is where you really have to center the voices of those who are unhoused yeah. and, and what makes sense for them. Are yeah. they like, look, this is where I'm used to get my services. I go sure. over here for that. I go over here for this. Mm -hmm. Why should I have to now live somewhere else and then transfer? you know, transport myself here on transit or whatever else, sure. you know, I'm going to need an Orca card. I'm going to need this. I'm going to need that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think about walkable cities, you know, walkable mm -hmm. neighborhoods where everything is within a 15 minute walk sure. from your home. And so I, I think that we have to be considering those as opportunities when we talk about wraparound services and, and yet, I understand that a lot of business owners and community members don't want what they're used to to be disrupted. But I, I just go yeah. to myself, but if they're already there, it's, yeah. are, it's already there. It's not right. like it's really, uh, uh, you know, something that they're bringing to the yeah. area. Um, so this is a touchy one here. I'm no. glad you guys are tapping on it uh, yeah. tonight, Brian. Make yeah. sure you look right there. Let the folks know how to find you. Yep. Make sure you watch Seattle News Views and Brews right here on Converge, 7 o'clock tonight. Hit me up on social media at Callanan Seattle. Actually, at the top of my Twitter, I pinned a tweet. You can actually check out what's going on with the budget process, see how you can actually get involved. Make sure you check that out. A really, really cool new link that the city came up with 
that I wanted to make sure I passed along to people. Oh, amazing. Thanks cool. so much, Brian. Back at you, Trey. Thanks. Absolutely. Wow, you guys. Uh, what great information as always on this What's the Word Wednesdays. Brian's always bringing it. And of course, we're going to continue to bring it because Monica Matthews is in the building. She's coming up next to tell us all about some of the product line that Queen Care has. Check this out after this short break, y'all. You don't want to miss it. You're watching The Day with Trey. COVID-19 hurt my income, my health, and my family. We were about to lose our home when we heard we might be eligible for homeowner assistance funds from the government. We called 1-877-894-HOME, and a housing counselor stepped in, talked to our lender, and saved our home. Federal funding details at WashingtonHalf.org. That's WashingtonHAF.org. Community, it's been three years since we've been able to celebrate in person at our annual Evening of Choice. And this year at Access and Pioneer Square on October 19th at 6 p.m., we will be back together again, celebrating our journey, healing towards justice. This past couple of years have been incredibly difficult for our young people and our community at large. And one thing that has become clear and absolutely true is there's one way forward that brings all of us together, and that's as we heal. And when our young people heal, they're truly able to become who it is they've been purposed to be. So on this evening, you'll hear stories of our young people, hear the evolution of our organization as we emphasize healing in our cause. And together we will celebrate another year of impact and growth as we journey towards justice together. Again, it's at Access in Pioneer Square, 6 p.m. on October 19th, and live streaming will be available through YouTube at I Choose Winning. Welcome back, everybody, to the day with Trey. Sorry, as you can see, I'm so excited. I'm inundated with this amazing product line from Queen Care. And of course, that means we got a queen in the building in Monica Matthews. What's up, Monica? Hey, hi, Trey. Thanks hi. for having me back. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, last time we just talked about some of the things that you had going on, but it was a list of things. It wasn't just about Queen Care. So I'm so glad that we now get to really dive in. Um, and for the audience, just remind them of how Queen Care got started. Yes. So Queen Care is a natural body care company. All of our products are made with natural ingredients. Started back in 2015, really out of a challenge that we received to create um, an economic um, opportunity for black girls in Rainier Beach. And so we came up with this idea, hey, we want to teach them about entrepreneurship because that is another way to realize income, right? And so we wanted to not only just teach them about entrepreneurship, but give them hands-on experiential learning so that it's just not textbook, right? It's different when you're hands-on and in the moment. And so we're like, hey, Queen Care, my mentor actually gifted me with four recipes to her amazing product. Shout out to Fatima, um, because that was the greatest gift a mentor could ever give me. Um, and so Queen Care was born from there, right at Rainer Beach High School. We started teaching the young queens there how to make and sell the products. Um, and we started tabling at different events and um, the, the products are a high quality luxury product. So they really took off. And to be honest, I didn't know that it would take off to a place that now we have two locations in Seattle and working on a third. So um, it's been an exciting journey, but um, 
the best part of all of this is the young queens that we've been able to help along the way. Some of them have started their own businesses. Um, all of them are successful in their own right, going to college, finishing high school, um, giving back to the community, going and working at different agencies, coming back to the organization and giving back um, our paid internships at Queen Care. So it's been great. Oh my gosh. I mean, honestly, that's exciting. Congratulations for the expansion. I mean, anytime you're doing great work, uh, you know, it's almost always an opportunity to find a way to expand. So I'm so glad that, you know, you have a, a strong customer base who has really been pouring into Queen Care so that you guys can really maximize the opportunities of expansion and everything else. So shout out to y'all doing amazing work with the Queens. I love Thank it. You. And so now you get to tell us a bit about the products we have here. Yes, I brought some goodies today. And so, you know, self-care, you know, it's kind of like cliche. Now you hear it everywhere. Like, oh, I got to self-care this, self-care that. And I think like since the pandemic, it's become a real thing, right? A lot of people took a step back and was like, hey, I'm not feeling so well. Hey, I need to take a little bit more care of myself. Yeah. And that's what self-care basically is, is the care of self. And so when I think about self-care, I think about environments, right? Mm. I think about my mental environment, what's going on there. I think about my physical environment, what's going on there, my soul, my spirit environment, and my physical environment. Mm. So all of those things require you to tell the truth to yourself about what's going on with you. Okay. So in this society, we've been really socialized to take care of everyone else first. Well, what we're saying at Queen Care is no, we need to flip that, right? We need to take care of ourselves first because when we feel better about ourselves, I'm more apt to take care of other people a little bit better. When I'm feeling crappy, I'm probably going to treat you the same way. Right. Yeah. Um, and so what you have there is some of my most favorite products. I started with the physical environment. You have lavender woods candles there. Those are natural candles, soy candles. So it's not going to fill your home up with black smoke and nasty stuff that's going to, you know, interrupt your allergies and all of that. Um, I also brought our shea cream, which is right there in front. Yep. So those are tea lights that we have there and wax melts. Okay. So, and we have them in okay. the candle holder. You know, you put the wax melt up top and the tea light underneath. Nice. So, you know, you want to set your physical environment up for healing. Right. Mm. Um, and then we have our shea cream, which is right in front. Um, that's one of our most popular products. It's a natural moisturizer. You can use it on your face, your whole body. Um, and I, you like to use it throughout the day because all of our um, products are intentional about the ingredients that we use in them. They're all for healing and calming your nervous system, right? Because you can't get away from stress. We, I mean, we're all responsible adults. There's a, a level of stress that comes with life, right? But what we want to do is alleviate some of that stress and not have our nervous system on a thousand all the time, you know, high stress. Um, and so what I like to do with the cream is just rub it on my hands and just breathe in, breathe out, breath, right? Um, and uh, our products really... Um, help facilitate self-care in that like it takes time to do these things right mm -hmm. it's it's really about carving out the time for yourself right because we carve out time for our kids you know our customers you know everybody but we have to take care of ourselves first. So that's our shea cream. Nice. Um, and then lastly, what you're going to be trying out today is mm -hmm. our brown sugar scrub. Now that's a hit. That's <laughs> all, that's a national product. We've shipped this product just about to every state in the United States. And I got to tell you, when we shipped to Hawaii, like I wanted to get in that box. <laughs> 
I was like, I got to get in that box. Um, but that's our sugar scrub. It's a great two for one product. It's an exfoliator and a moisturizer. So, um, you know, and it's really good for those rough feet too. You want to, uh -oh. you want to, you want to jump in? Yeah, we're going to jump in. Okay. And, uh, I'm just going to say that I'm really excited because already y'all like the smell coming from this product with this open jar right here, it's already getting me all the way in relaxation mode. And I love what you say about taking the time. I think about it when I'm in the shower, right? I got several scrubs uh, in there. One of them is queen care for sure. And, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm like, okay, I don't care. I'm taking the time to do a body scrub right now, right? Like, and I realized like that's a conscious choice, you know? So I was like, let me do what I can to make sure I have these things available to me while I'm in the shower so that it's not something extra I have to do. It just becomes a part of it. And I just started embedding self-care in my shower routine. So I'm so glad that we have this here. I'm going to just put the mic down, you guys, um, and, and try to get into some of this right here because this is, like you said, this is a moisturizer and it's a scrub, right? I'm going to yes. get it on my hands. Okay, so, so what I want you to do, Trey, is I want you to wet your hands a little bit first. Yes, yeah, so just wet, wet both of them. And then you're going to scoop your scrub into your hands a nice amount. You don't need a whole lot because you're just doing your hands a little bit more than that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and just scrub it. So you're exfoliating. You want to do the front and back of your hands in between your fingers. And as you're exfoliating, the sugar is melting into your skin. Your skin is saying, thank you, Trey. It is. It is. Uh. And then from there, once you exfoliate, you just rinse. And we'll we'll get you some napkins so we can dry your hands. Oh too. my gosh, it smells amazing. <laughs> yes. What is this one? So that's lavender vanilla that you have there. Our scrubs come in uh, three different scents. So you have lavender vanilla, mango, and cucumber lime. And like you said, yes, you can use it in the shower after you wash up. That's how I use it, right? And sometimes, depending on the season, I know we're moving into winter season where you know your your um your skin gets a little more dry. But like sometimes I could just leave that on and. That's it. I'm moisturized for the day. Um, you can. It's all also very good for dry and cracked hands. I know that all of us since the pandemic. I hope everyone is still keeping up the practice of washing hands a lot. Um, and so with that, it's gonna dry. You know, you, your skin gets you know dry. So you want to lock in that moisture with that brown sugar scrub. You can use it on your hands and on your feet. See, okay. So I, you need to be in my commercial because you're. <laughs> Your reaction, <laughs> it's like you have new skin. <laughs> my God. I am literally over here like, my, this, yeah. That's how it's supposed, that's the reaction you're supposed to get. So just think about how your skin is feeling on the inside, right? Out. Well, you know, one thing I want to say, though, too, is that, uh, um, all scrubs don't actually do good with moisturizing. Mm -hmm. And so I find that sometimes I'm adding coconut oil or other oils or something to a scrub because it's not really giving me this kind of moisturizing effect. You guys, I'm telling you, this product is phenomenal. My hands Thank are you. glistening and shining. You guys have done a great job of balancing it out because I could feel the sugar cubes getting in there. I can feel the crystals kind of working its way to kind of 
and get, you know, I, I try to keep my hands nice and smooth, yeah. but it's keeping them nice and smooth, yeah. right? And uh, also, I'm, uh, that glow is there. I mean, after I just even dab a little, because, yeah. you know, you love to just dab it when you get some good moisturizer on. Um, just dab me in a little, and my hands feel amazing. Oh yes, my goodness, that Monica. That is the effect that we want at Queen Care. Absolutely. I love this product and um i've already dove my nails into this i'm that's sure yours. I can keep this one. that's yours <laughs> thank you because i was like man i you know already i love your products and i bought them before but i don't think i have this one i had maybe a smaller jar of a brown sugar scrub but it didn't have as much moisturizer as this does this is amazing uh thank you thank you for bringing your products here make sure you look right there and let the folks know how they can catch up with you and come to one of your amazing locations yes. at queen care yes please visit us on 23rd and South Jackson Street. We're there Wednesday through Sunday, 11 to 7, and you can sample all of our wonderful products there. Um, our Columbia City location on 37th and Hudson is actually in remodel right now. We're turning it into a spa. Oh, wow. Mic drop. <laughs> spa. Yes. And we are going to be featuring all of our wonderful products. So you all, please like us, follow us, comment. Queen Care, yes, and I'm very accessible. So, yeah, Monica C. Matthews, thank you. Oh, my goodness, Monica, thank you. And thank you for the gift today and for yourself as a gift coming through. You got, you know, anytime you want to do product demos, maybe <laughs> next time we'll do the shape. We'll do the shape. We'll just take yeah. it right down the line. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Oh, my gosh. You guys, what a treat. My hands are definitely saying thank you. You guys want to make sure you check out Queen Care. Get some of their products. Clearly, they have done a great job with their scrubs that are being shipped nationwide all over the place. Y'all make sure you guys tap in because this is a local brand that we get to support right here throughout Seattle area. And I'm telling you, you will not be disappointed. You can trust me. My hands are thanking me right now. I'm sure your body parts will thank you, too when you get some of these queen care products i get to wrap it up for y'all right after this short break stay tuned y'all you're watching today with trey get ready everyone october 24th and 25th conversion media is heading right back to the paramount theater join me basil gordon eric calligraphy trey holiday and the entire conversion media family as we once again broadcast live with conversations on art culture mental health community issues and more trust me you won't want to miss a single moment Head over to whereweconverge.com for more information, and we will see you October 24th and 25th, streaming live across all Converge media platforms. Welcome back, everybody, to The Day with Trey. It has been an amazing What's the Word Wednesday. I'm going to say a wonderful What's the Word Wednesday today with Brian Callanan. Huge shout out to him for always being here on Wednesdays, giving us the, the, the tea, a little bit of the topics that they're going to cover tonight on Seattle News, Views, and Brews. Make sure you guys check that out, 7 p.m. right here on Converge Media. And a huge shout out to Monica Matthews coming through from Queen Care. All of these amazing products are right here in our community from our community. I mean, when she talks about, you know, giving these opportunities to young queens, this is not just about you buying into an amazing skincare and self-care line. This is also about you supporting an effort that is there for young women as they see themselves as entrepreneurs, getting their hands-on experience with queen care. I mean, it's a phenomenal, phenomenal business and a great model that many of us really 
really need to learn from, honestly, because when I tell y'all to be inspired to see yourself as a part of the solution, I'm getting a little emotional because Monica does it so well, you guys. Um, just giving of herself effortlessly to this community, to young folks, to the next generation. And I, I promise you, I do not give a bunch of smoke if it ain't necessary. This stuff right here is fire. You guys, make sure you check out Queen Care. Go visit them. Go become a customer. Get to know the people behind the counter. Give support to the young queens who are giving their energy to this effort and to this business. I am so inspired by Monica, and she has been on before. But to see the products, to feel them, to know that you know she is so dedicated is something that I cherish um, in her as a community queen herself and giving to these young queens. So y'all know I want you to be inspired to see yourself as a part of the solution as Monica Matthews is doing on the daily. Make sure you guys go check out Queen Care. I know I will, even though she just gave me a bunch of products today, I will definitely be there spending my money because I love a great body scrub and a great cream and who doesn't love amazing candles? You guys can also pick this up at the, at Queen Care as well. So make sure you guys get something that's going to melt the wax, give your room a good air of uh, aroma, all of that. I, I'm glad that I'm a big fan of Queen Care. So I hope you guys have been inspired to see yourself as a part of the solution as Monica Matthews has done. And I'm so grateful for her coming on and gifting me with some products here today. But I tell you right now, they're not going to see the last of me. I'm going to be there and can't wait until they open up their spa in the South End. So there's going to be more to come with Miss Monica Matthews. But of course, for me, y'all, we ran a little over time, but we had to do the product demo for y'all. And I had to give that huge love. Shout out to all of you for watching, for supporting us here, all of the listeners on the podcast. Thank you all for being a part of this family with The Day with Trey and Converge Media. We love you and appreciate you. And for me, me until tomorrow at 11 a.m. Peace. Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.